0: Come on, sing this with us, but make it personal as a prayer. May his favor be upon me for a thousand generations, and my family, and my children, and their children. And their children. May his favor be upon me for a thousand generations, and my family, and my children, and their children come on may his favor be before upon me for you. a thousand generations and no family and, and my children, children and their
1: children and their children may his
0: presence, his presence go before, before me, and me and behind me, me and beside me all around me and within me he, he is with you. me he, he is, is with you. me he is with me he is with me he is with me
1: he with Say, he is he with, is with me, me he is with
0: me he is with me he is with
1: me
0: he is with uh... me he is with 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 me
1: he is with me Oh yeah Amen Amen Amen
0: Amen Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen
1: Amen
2: Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Can you say it with me No weapon Come on I can't hear you. No weapon? I, I still can't hear you. What? No weapon? That's formed. Do you understand that a weapon that's formed, right, is not a real weapon. It is, there's an image there, but there's nothing there. No weapon that's formed against me, what? Shall, but yes, God's promises that he I says it warm. will not Prosper I need somebody in this room today to believe the word of God when he says, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, no matter what's going on in our world, no weapon that's formed against you shall shall prosper. Shall prosper, shall prosper. No no, no weapon, no no, not even a little bitty weapon, not any weapon, no big weapon shall prosper why because i am set free by the name and the blood of christ Uh, someone shout amen if you believe that today that jesus loves you and his word is true come on give him a hand clap (laughs) Mm -hmm. can we give god just a praise just from your heart eyes and just give him another hand clap i just we need to break something here this morning we need to break the binds. we need to break some chains off some folks this morning we need to we need to cut some bands we need to cut some things in the spirit realm Uh, Satan the blood of Jesus is against you Uh, Jesus is King and Lord and Savior Uh, he is the Lord of my life he is the Savior of my soul Jesus, 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 Jesus., come on, say it. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm thankful that I serve the Master today. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. talking about they've helped the Chokingtas. How many love the Chokentas and, and what they do? Amen. So they've been critical to their to their, their coffee being successful and these things. But they're amazing people. They're people of God. I trust them. I love them. And I want them to just come and tell you. Um, if you guys will come, I don't know if you're both going to come at the same time or if you're both, yeah, just come on. Whatever is good with you. Uh, but uh, we have been supporting this wonderful group uh this wonderful family um over the years you probably heard me talk about the medical bus that we uh, helped send to to a couple years ago and they're going to tell you about some stories about that but we have been helping them but i wanted to introduce them formally to our church body um, because i just really believe in what god is doing through them and with them so today if you will allow the presence of the lord to just minister to you as they come today someone shout Amen. amen
3: Praise the Lord! It's so good to be here this morning. Um, my husband's gonna share in a moment, but I'll let him greet you.
4: Well, praise the Lord, church. I just want to publicly thank Pastor and uh, Nate and Lisa Nix. You guys are awesome, and I know I'm gonna say this, even though I know that you already know it. But they are awesome, and we love and appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. So so good to be here with you all, and uh, we'll, we'll share a little bit more as, as we go on.
3: It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Erica Plunkett, and that's my husband, Jim, my daughter, Ariana, on guitar. And we minister at Faith Church of Grand Rapids in Grand Rapids, Michigan, not too far from here and my husband and I have been working in ministry together since even before we were married so this is just part of who we are and I'm so thankful that my daughter's here with us today and she's playing a little bit this morning so I, I just wanna say it's an honor to stand here I don't take it lightly I feel like this is a gift to be able to share um, my heart with you um, that's what I've come here to do is to share my heart and I believe that God will encourage um, you all through the testimony so This first picture um, is a picture of me in one of the churches that we've ministered in. And just to give you a little context, and you may not know this, but you may be seated. Um, You may not know this, but you've already been to Mexico many times through the gifts that you've sent, through the love that you've given, through your prayers, through your pastor and his wife, and through Pastor Henry, who also has traveled and ministered in Mexico. And a lot of times we go to places where there's no electricity, There's no running water, there's an outhouse. And you see people travel for miles, and I know this is a mission church, so you get it. And you go into this place, and everybody, all the people need is the presence of God. That's the only thing they came for. They didn't come for lights, they didn't come for music, they didn't come to, you know, have a show, they didn't come for coffee. They came to feel the presence of God and this next slide shows a little church by the ocean that I've been to several times and I'll never forget the first time and if it's okay with you I want you to close your eyes and I just want to take you there with me this little church we have half of us we're Mexican half are American we're packed in this church there's no electricity it's a little bit cold so we're all bundled up and they begin to play this song and the power of God just began to manifest and move. And people were healed and delivered. And because they were so hungry to just be in His
1: presence. Cuán 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 grande es Names, worthy of My heart will sing how great. Can you feel it? It's just you and Jesus. It's all
3: Hallelujah! So I came here to tell you that your God and my God is more than enough. I came here to share with you testimonies and my husband to share testimonies to build your faith. I want to get you connected to the work we're doing, but more than that, I wondered, I want you to understand and know and take this word away with you today. When I was preparing this, I... Usually structure this a little bit differently. I usually have a different message and God just kept saying more than enough More than enough and so that's what I came here to to tell you and to share with you. So, um, thank you, Ariana beautiful job So this morning, yes That's my little missionary and training Um, so this morning my scripture that um, I have to share with you is Philippians 419 it's a very familiar reading, and it's, But my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Another version says, God will give us what we need out of his unlimited riches. There's something that happens to us when we begin to understand and know that God owns it all He is abundance, and when we are working in His will and His plan, so we were praying, "What are we going to do next? Where are we going to go next?" And I had met with different missionaries all over the world, different people who were like, "We want you to come here. We want you to come here." And I was like, "God, I just don't feel it. What is it? What is it?" And so on this morning, I'm sitting in a vision, sitting there in my bed, I saw some a place I'd never seen. I saw mountains and they were kind of like dark and shadowy. And then I began to see more clearly what was happening. And I saw two things happening. I saw people being treated with medical care physically. I saw them being healed through treatments, through doctors, through, and then I saw people being healed spiritually. I saw deliverances and healings in the spiritual realm as well. And then I like came to myself, and within an hour I had three confirmations that this was God's will, that Mexico was the right place to go. So we reached out myself and a couple from my core team traveled there. And when we landed in Mexico for the first time, when we landed to this part of Mexico, and you can flip to the next slide, I saw the mountains. I, my eyes instantly filled with tears. I was overwhelmed because God had already shown me this place in my spirit. That I hadn't been and even to this day and even right now when I when I land and when I take a deep breath and I look and last year I was able to hike the mountain and this is me looking at the mountains I get very emotional over it because it's just so precious to me and so back in 2017 we got there I saw the mountains I felt so much um, confirmation we met the people we were going to work with they instantly became family and we started working together. And in 2018, we built a community center. We brought a team of people and built a community center. And then in 2019, we became a non Pause for 2020 and give you a little bit more context. So the next slide says um, 1 billion people, 1 billion children, excuse me, are living in poverty globally, one in six are living in extreme poverty, and that is defined as living on less than $2 a day. Um, And through the pandemic, these are pre-pandemic numbers, we know for sure that 150 more people were added to global poverty. It was the first increase in 20 years of global poverty with this very complex couple of years that we've been having. It's only made the situation worse. Um, In Mexico specifically, if you go to the next slide, 52.4 52.4 million people are living in poverty in Mexico, in extreme poverty in Mexico. This means things like not having access to running water, unstable electricity, you know, not access to internet or technology, those sorts of things. But where we like to focus is 74 out of 100 people living in these conditions, in these impoverished conditions, never get out. So our efforts are very, very focused on creating systems and pipelines to help people, empower people to get out of poverty. And that's our, that's the way that we look at it. That's the way we look at it, yes, amen. So to give you a little picture of our landscape, this next picture is an area, this was last September, I took this picture myself. We have, this is our neighborhood, it was hit with a horrible flood, horrible flood, you guys blessed us with an offering for that. there's still so much damage. Um, Josh, you were there, you saw it too, and Ari. They don't have the resources, especially in the poorer areas, to be able to put things back together. And so this is just to give you a little bit of a picture of the landscape. But you can go to the next slide. I did not come here today to show you depressing pictures and give you a sob story. I came to tell you that we are delivering hope to people. We are looking at these places where other people look and they see hopelessness and they see worthlessness and we see value, it's talent. We see future leaders, community leaders, change makers. We believe in these people and we believe if we can empower people, we can make a big difference. And so that's how we look and we also deliver love. And so a little bit about our name. So someone was asking us earlier about the name Ama. So Our name came from, um, my dad formed this fellowship a few years back, probably about 12 years ago, called Apostolic Ministers Alliance. And so we just called ourselves AMA Missions in the beginning. And when we went to Mexico back in 2017, we had no idea, but AMA or AMA means love in Spanish. So they just kept saying, AMA's coming, like love is coming, love is coming. And they're like, AMA's here, AMA's here. So when we heard that and we understood that, we really felt like that was our identity that we wanted to take on. And then we came up with a slogan called Amas sin Fronteras, which means love without borders. So that's what we're really, really known for is that concept of we love without borders, we love without barriers. You know, when we, when we feed someone, they don't have to come and sit through a thing. And we will be Jesus to them, and we will meet them. And we have leadership that will minister to them. So that's, that's kind of our mantra, and that's how we roll. So if we go back to... Um, 2020 so that was our first official year as a nonprofit and that was a challenging year so we just like everyone else had big plans for 2020 we had these big fundraisers that all involved having people together in the same room because why wouldn't we Um, and so and all of it fell apart and not only that but instantly our families in the neighborhoods were hungry Um, As soon as people started to lose jobs or things started to shut down, the people who worked that day to eat that day didn't have work. So how were they going to feed their family? Because they worked that day to eat that day, and all of a sudden they were all unemployed. And so we started to um, we put all of our resources together and we started a pantry program. And week after week we would send the money, and I was like, okay, we, we can we can do this. But we didn't have any. We were like, how do we do this? We came up with this campaign, and. It was called Give Three. And you can see your pastor and Lisa right there. And um, so we did this $3 campaign, Give Three Dollars, $3 will feed a family for a day. And so we did the math and with these pantries. That's about how much it cost then. Not anymore, probably because of inflation. Um, But back then, that's what it was. And so we started this campaign. And I'm telling you what, talking about more than enough, week after week, I would not know and I remember I put a post on Facebook at the beginning of this, and I said, I'm going to need some Jesus math because this is going to have to multiply <laughs> to feed these people. And so I, I would just pray. Every week we'd pray, and every week it would come through. I remember one week I got an $800 donation from someone in another state that I had no idea who they were, and it was exactly what we needed to be able to send the money that week. It was time after time after time. And this really showed me and proved to me the power of just giving a little. You know, sometimes we diminish that and we act like, oh, well, it's not enough. But no, it is. Because if we all give a little, it it grows. And and we can do a lot with that. And so by the end of 2020, we had fed, by God's grace and with your help, 20,000 people. 20,000 people. That otherwise would have gone hungry, that otherwise would not have you know Who knows what would ha- have happened? and There was a lot of other things that happened in 2020, but I'm hitting some highlights because I could talk all day, but I'm not going to do that. Um, so then we look at 2021 and we were in an interesting place. For the developing world, 2021 was a very complicated time. It was a health crisis. We had a year of COVID that had happened, and we had people who had been waiting to be treated for over a year. And they were waiting for months to just see a doctor for just some of the basic things. People that needed things like antibiotics and creams and ointments and things that were very, very treatable and quick, but because of the backlog and because of all of the pressure on an already like very fragile health system, things got very, very complicated in the developing world. And Mexico fits into that category. So God did a few amazing things. He let us establish a partnership with Spectrum Health, and they begin to send supplies to Mexico through us. We were able to send supplies twice during last year. And I remember sitting um, with my board in 2021 early, and I was like, we need to set a budget for medical care. We know we're gonna do we felt like God was saying this is where people need the most help this year, is in that healthcare system and that um, So that's where we leaned into, and I remember we were discussing, well. What do we want to make our budget? And I was like, you know what, let's just, by faith, we're going to do $5,000 for medications. That's like whatever we get donated plus $5,000, we'll buy our own too. And so um, my board was like, OK. Like, we didn't really know what was going to happen, but we all agreed we'd pray. Three days later, I had a lunch with a pastor that I have not seen for about 10 years. Um, randomly, he, him and his wife asked me to go to Yeah. And you know God just did not stop there because it was like everything he just kept showing off and showing off and making way and making way and as we were willing to give as we were willing to work as we were willing to volunteer and link arms and send the message out and keep sharing and keep giving and keep supporting God just kept pushing and pushing more blessings on us. Okay, you can handle that, well here's some more. Oh, you got that? Okay, well here's some more. And so we just kept flowing in that way and by the end of the year, I sat down to do our annual report and you can check that out if you scan the QR code. And I sat at my desk and I literally wept because back in 2016, I had no idea that in 2020, we were gonna have a world health crisis that would shake our world that would cause the developing world so much hardship, and I had no idea the role that we would play, but God showed me in the vision that he gave me. And when I did the math, and you can go to the next slide, the total that we were able to provide in Mexico for individuals in the most poorest communities was $2.5 million worth of medical aid, medical care, treatments, Testing. Now our connection center, people will literally show up at the community center and be like, we need, you know, we had a situation back in April where this woman, she needed a, um, a port for her uh, di- uh, diabetic, her dialysis, and she didn't know what she was gonna do, and so we were able to help her. So we've just established this like community, you know, where we, the community can count on us in that way. The Bible says, I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. In Numbers twenty-three nineteen, 19, it is not human that he should lie. And this is, the, this is what I sat and just kind of digested as I was putting this report together. Not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I'm telling you that my God and your God is more than enough. If you... Oh, and I see these words on your wall, and I'm like, this is a church of, of mission of go, go and love. If he tells you go, if he tells you do, if he shows you the way, he will make it happen. He will supply. He will equip. You can trust him. He has more than enough. What you have in your hands, you may need to set it down because you're going to need to open them bigger. You know, that's something that we've learned. We, we had this re- relationship with Spectrum Health, and we can't empty out our storehouse fast enough because they just keep wanting to give us more and more and more. Um, and so that's a miracle that happened this year. So this year, Spectrum Health, they reached out to us earlier in the year, and um, I remember getting the email, and I remember sharing it with my board and sharing it with um, some other people, and I said, well, like, we want a long-term relationship with you. <laughs> And so I was so grateful, I was so grateful, and I was like, wow, this is serious, you know? And what they gave us absolutely blew our minds, and you can play that next. Um, and this is, so this is some of the stuff, we have a team that goes once a week to get things ready. We're going to do thing in November. Um, and this will be our biggest and most valuable uh, trip that we've ever had. It's well over a million dollars worth of supplies, medical supplies. Um, and they are ready to give us more, but we have to empty this first. And the miracle is we didn't even have a place to put it. So they reach out to me. They said, we want this long-term thing. We have a lot of stuff to give you, like a lot. And they had me do a tour, and it was 25 pallet in <laughs> the church before. And, but now the church is open, and we're using it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to find a place. God is going to make a way. He has not given us this and not going to provide that. So I was like, okay. And so I talked about it a lot, and that's kind of what I do. I just talk about stuff that's going on. And so this friend of mine, he heard it, and he was like, I think I know someone. He introduced me to this man. And he immediately, within two weeks, he's like, you can use my storehouse. You can use my warehouse. It's yours. We even have a key. And literally, they store, like, Porsches in there and, like, really, really nice cars and, like, really cool stuff. Like, the fact that they give us a key, but they really, really... So we take it very seriously. I um, provided not only the resources but he provided a place to, to put it and then he's also made a way for us to send it and my husband's gonna come up in just is, right now if you want to head up um, when we do these transports people always ask me like do you know that the stuff is gonna get there or I don't even know how we're gonna pay for it most of the time I'm like just we're sending it and we're gonna come up with the money God's gonna make a way, and every single time it gets through we have enough money Everything's okay. And um, so Jim, my husband, he went on an adventure in 2021 and I can't wait for him to share with you how God was more than enough for his adventure.
4: You go ahead and put that next slide up. So this is the bus that uh, you guys had donated to and helped uh, get it across the border. This is before we left. Uh, We had a big prayer meeting for, for everything. And I know a lot of you have prayed for us for that trip. But we, uh, I drove my truck in, in a trailer full of supplies from Grand Rapids, Michigan, all the way to West Laco, Texas, which is border town to Reynosa there. And a pastor friend drove this bus along, along with us. The, the bus was, had supplies on it. It was stuffed. Um, we had Bibles in Spanish. we were bringing so very important stuff right there was supplies to help people like erica had mentioned earlier physically but the bibles right there are spiritually so we had a a dual purpose if you will um so once we got to the border that's when i had to drive the bus because our our pastor he didn't have his passport and so i've never driven a bus had no idea but i'm like "Uh, here i am lord uh, you, gotta, you have to equip me because I have no idea what I'm doing. But, uh, and if you've ever been to Mexico, their roads are skinny, very narrow, and, you know, I don't even want to drive a car there, let alone a big green bus. I stick out like a sore thumb. But everything was planned ahead of time with customs officials. Uh, we got to the border, and then we couldn't cross because our, uh, our contact he was off that day. So we went back to West Laco, hung out for a little bit. Next morning we get up, we go back to the border. We didn't have the proper clearance and paperwork because they didn't realize the bus was three feet longer than what we had said. Then, that was disappointing, discouraging, but then they said, oh and by the way, you owe $10,000. We're like, okay. Somebody's trying to, you know, get some money from us. So we were shocked and, of, of course, discouraged. Went back to West Laco, Texas, and we're trying to investigate. Trying, Turns out everything was legal. They weren't trying to jip us off or anything, and that was the cards we were dealt. We didn't understand it at that time, but God was going ahead of us and preparing our journey. His timing is not our timing, right? Deuteronomy 31.8 says, The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. I'm glad I grew up hearing that, and not only hearing that, but understand that scripture. While we were at the border, we, we made a wrong turn, and we were lost. I was not where I was supposed to be. And the man, I'll share you, uh, uh, spare you the details, but the man I was with, I had somebody else drive my truck in the trailer, and I hopped in the car with another gentleman that, he didn't speak English, I didn't speak Spanish, but I'm like, oh, it's, it's fine, we're just, we're on a journey. So, we're, we're where we're not supposed to be. I don't know Spanish, but I, I can understand body language. This guy rifle didn't want us there. We were not supposed to be there. And I don't know what he was saying, but I knew what he was saying. You need to leave. And I was ready to leave. But this guy that was with me, I don't know if he just wasn't smart, and starts approaching this gentleman who has an assault rifle that is pointed at me. And I was trying to be a man about it. I'm like, I'm not scared on the outside. Inside, I'm going, ah, ha, ha, Jesus. But outside, I think I did a good job. I don't think so. But in my mind, I, I, was, I was being uh, you know, a big, strong guy. But I had all this, these things racing through my, mi- my mind. is what, what is this guy doing? I just need to get out of here. And I'm freaking out. So, I had to assess the situation and I looked over he left the car running so I slid my leg over the I'm getting ready I'm sliding my body because if this guy gets shot I'm out of there not even gonna lie I will not lie to you I was out because I said God I'm not going out like this and I, I say that and I can laugh about it now but not during that situation But needless to say, eventually everything was all right, and we we took off. Uh, There was a phone where, again, I don't speak Spanish, and and I'm saying, bro, bro, like, what are you doing? Get in the car, bro. Uh, Then I called him padre. So I called him father, or daddy. And then I'm like, oh, that's not the right word. But the joke uh, is on them, because maybe spiritually, I'm just talking to my heavenly father. That's what I'm going to go with. You guys can make fun of me, but I knew what I was doing. So, God provided the funds within a matter of days, which Pine View gave funds for this, and I just wanted to thank uh, your generous giving towards people you haven't even met before. So I flew back down a few weeks later with our mission partner, Benji, uh, he lives in Guadalajara, to drive from Reynosa to Guadalajara, which is about 16 hours, took us about 20 because we were in a bus. And on on that journey, we had nothing but praise and worship, playing music, uh, just playing constantly, um, just having that constant, I know Erica was back home praying for us, and many of you and a lot of people were, we felt those prayers. I was told that getting the bus cleared was a miracle. And and I said, well, why? What do you mean? It's easy, right? You just pay for the registration, you just do it. But Mexico created a law a few years ago that private buses, uh, they're no longer able to uh, be legal in Mexico. Why, I don't know. Benji didn't know, but that's what the customs office told him at the time. So that's, that's a miracle in a, in of itself. Then, we, uh, Reynosa is a very, very rough area. We drove through rough areas the entire time. Not the entire time. A lot of it is safe and good, but um, that first three four hour stretch is is pretty pretty bad. It's it's ran by a cartel, so the, the police, uh, everybody is. So we came to a checkpoint with guards, and it had police. It was early morning. Uh, I'm gonna guess around two a.m. And it was it was raining really really hard. This checkpoint was dangerous because the cartel even owned the uh, the police and the, the guards and military, whoever was there. Uh, and I knew that. After we drove through it, Benji told me. I had no idea. Probably a good thing, because I'd been freaking out again. But there was a lot of traffic. It was raining. It was early in the morning. Don't know why. Benji drove on the side of the road and just kind of flew by. And I'm I, Again, I, I, it was probably because I was sleep deprived, but I had no idea what he's doing. And he said, you know what happened there? I said, no. I mean, you went off the side of the road, but have you ever driven with Benji? He does that all the time. Um, But he said that this checkpoint, he bypassed it. And it was as if nobody saw a big green bus driving off the side of the road. And this one, this particular checkpoint is dangerous again, right? So they should have stopped us and would have stopped us. Police were everywhere, you know, but God. How many have had a but God moment that, I don't understand why I did this, how he got me through, but with God, all things are possible. So a few hours later, after this checkpoint, we got pulled over by a policeman. Benji in Guadalajara, he, he works for the police there, so he, he knows a lot of police officers and, and and things like that. He, anyway, he gets out of the bus to talk to the policeman, And he came back and he said, just pray. And he's ruffling around some, some papers. And I said, well, why, why? What's going on? And again, I understand some body language. I knew something was up. Something was not right. I just felt it in my spirit. And that's all he said was pray. Just pray. I said, okay. I said, but what am I praying about? Like, I'll pray. And he, he said, they want our title, they want our documentation for this bus, they want it all. I said, why? He goes, just pray. And I said, okay, that's enough questions, I, I know there's an issue, I just need to pray. So I'm praying, and, and Ben is praying, he's ruffling around, he's getting all the documents together. And then the policeman comes up to the door and says something, again, I, I have no idea what, and then takes off. I said, what was that? What is going on? He said, Oh, they had an emergency and we're off the hook. So God made another way, right? Where we don't know what would have happened. But usually, if you want documentation and the title of the bus, and they're taking over. And who knows what what would happen? I know you went ahead of us and you prepared our path. I know you are here with me. I'm not going to fear. Or be dismayed, like my scripture said. Why? He is more than enough. All day, every day. Amen? So someone, you have to hear me today, you don't, you don't have to have the same story as I do. But no, if he did it for me, he's going to do it for you. I don't know why we were delayed. I don't, I don't know why a gun was pointing at me. But he'll do it for you. I don't know why you face the situations that maybe you're going through right now, but I'm here to encourage you. He's more than enough. Yesterday, and next week, and next year, we serve an on-time and an awesome God. In Genesis fifty twenty, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. He is more than enough. Amen. Why
3: don't you go ahead and show the next picture. So this is when they got safely back into Guadalajara. There was a sigh of relief. It shows the first time that this bus was used in community, and it's still being used. Josh was on it even this last uh, summer. And I can tell you that I honestly prayed so much and so intently during that time. Real shortly, real quickly, I want to show you this video um, of this most recent trip. So we went and brought pantries and resources and school supplies to people's homes. And then we were also able to minister to them. So we spent, we were able to pray with them, to give them a word of encouragement, um, to share God's love with them. You might recognize the guy in yellow. Josh, why don't you go ahead and make your way up here. I was so proud of our team. And um, one thing that we established with the team that went down was that we were going to be instant in season and out of season. And whatever we were called upon to do, we were going to do it and just go and serve. And I would love for him to take a minute and share a a couple highlights with us.
5: So really, going into it, I didn't expect anything other than like serving people. But um, the Plunkies were really who's a part of AMA who went to Mexico were easygoing and really fun to be around. So that make the trip like a lot more um, calming because it was kind of scary going with nobody that I knew. So it was made it really like easygoing and calming to go. And then on top of that, I really just learned like the importance of serving in underserved communities. Really. Um, it really put in perspective how blessed we are. A lot of times I read the Bible and it talks about like people who need to give to people. I don't really think that retains to me, but it really does compared to how these people are living out here and they don't have a lot and we have a lot. So I think it just really showed me that we're called to give to people, no matter matter what it is, you know, money, spiritual needs, physical needs, whatever it is, we need to see you know, what we have within us and what we can give to them, you know, pertaining to whatever it is.
3: That's beautiful, Josh. I just love to see the the transformation that happens to students. That's a huge part of what we do. And I didn't have time to get into all the detail of everything that we do, but I do want to share that eventually with you. And I know we're just going to grow and get to know each other even more, but Right now, I I would like you all to stand, and I want to read a prayer over you as I close. Um, This is a prayer spoken in the New Testament, and I really believe it's fitting. And I, I just want you to know that it's from the depths of my heart to this body. I already love this body. I feel at home here. Um, which just lets me know that we're in unity together. And I'm so grateful um, that we've been able to share this time together. If you could just close your eyes for me while I read this. Ephesians three fourteen through 21. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and in earth derives its name. I pray that out of his goals, that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts, rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep. Is the love of Christ and to know that this love surpasses all knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that worketh within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. More than enough. More than enough. Amen.
2: Come on, say it. More than enough. Look at your neighbor and say, I said more than enough. Not, not his his arm is not short that he cannot reach me. No, no. His his love is not too little that it cannot run after me. No, no, no. His mercy is not so small that it can encompass me in my greatest hour. His grace is not so little that it where he is that I know that he is with me. He's not against me. He's not against you. Uh, if my God is for me, then who can be? Oh, hallelujah! I'm gonna fall off the platform talking about. Hallelujah, Amen. I really need you body of Christ those of you watching online either today or in weeks to come to hear what's going on I and my wife have been helping and supporting you uh, at moments in time someone said to me a couple months ago or actually maybe even a year ago pastor we do so much that we don't even know what we're doing And I said, well, I got to remedy that. And I I talked to Erica and I said, you got to come and tell us about what you do and get our church in its heartbeat and understand that we can think out of ourselves. We think locally and we think globally. And we believe that God has a measure of faith for us that we can affect our community right here in Ypsilanti and surrounding areas. And I believe most heartedly that God is going to help us do that and do it greater than we've ever done before. But there are also people that we will never know their name. Joshua saw something I wish that every one of you could see. Joshua experienced something. Uh, Sister Erica called me and said, hey, I have a spot open. Would you like somebody to go? And and I said, man, I would love that. I would love that. That would be amazing. And we got to send Joshua Terrell with her. He was scared. And if you understand the process he went through to get his passport, ladies and gentlemen, he, he, he wanted to go. And so we had this beautiful experience to give him, and it affected his lives. But when he came back, he was like, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I've never seen poverty like that. You've never seen, we think we've seen poor until you've been to places that are truly poor. And in that moment, you understand why you give in an offering plate. In that moment, you understand why you get on an airplane to go tell others about Jesus. It's in that moment that you realize, I'm not living on $2 a day. I'm living on the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ and his love and his kindness. So today, listen, this is what we're doing. We already support them $200 a month. And we already do. I've been doing that for a while. And we do that on a regular basis. And she'll let me know, hey, I have a special project. Can you help? And we have been in those moments, been able to help in those special projects. But I wanted it to be something that we began a relationship and ongoing. We're going to be sending more kids To Mexico and help them understand some things we're looking forward to sending a group and be able to see we're going to send some kids to Colombia we're going to send some kids because why because I want you uh, by the way not just kids you need to go to some of these places so that you can understand amen why because there is a world that is waiting for us to reach out locally yesterday we ministered to our local community in trunk or treat people walked through that had never met us people that were, our men, our, our ministry group got to volunteer this last week we volunteered at a, a park over in Ann Arbor with the United Way we chose it just because we wanted to do something for Christ together it was so interesting because when we went out there it was in the middle of nowhere let me tell you something there's a lot of your giving that you're going to give in an, an offering plate and no one's going to know your name But they're going to see the effect when you get to heaven. When you see Jesus, there's going to be a reward that you understand. I gave this and it provided that. And it saved a soul like me. In this moment, we were out doing all this stuff. And the lady came... And she was like, um, "Where y'all from?" And where? And, and she she was in tears when we showed up. She'd never seen that many volunteers for her, her project. And she was like, "Where y'all from?" So we're from Pineview Church, and we got together. And when we closed, we closed in prayer together. We held hands and prayed over our lives and our families and what God was doing with us. And uh, by the way, the ministry group at this church—you really want to get a part of that. It's 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 amazing what God's doing with these men and women of God. But in that moment, the lady said to me, "She goes, I." I I'm not a religious person. I really, I've never gone to church. She said, but if everybody at your church is as nice as these guys, I think I want to come and visit that church. It was in that moment. It was in that moment that I said, guys, we're out here in the middle of the woods cutting branches. And it was worth one to feel the love of God. If what we do today and what they do for one because one is what Christ came for. I'm the one. You're the one. I want God to use you in this ministry. I want you to plan, gather and go with them. And minister in person. Do those things wonderful, but today you can help them. So on our QR code our giving platform, you have there's a special tab if you would like to give that there's a special tab that says AMA Mexico. And you can go to that and give online today. If you're online, you can go online right our website. Uh, and you can see there um, that uh, mypineview.org. My, M-Y, pineview.org, O-R-G. And you can find where you can give an offering to this group. You'll find their tab as AMA-Mexico. If you're here in this room and you want to give a cash offering, you can do so today you can give that um, I, I know, uh, we don't have I don't have any baskets up here but I really I want to just you can just lay this on the altar today you can come and just give an offering to the Lord and just let the Lord use you if you want to partner with them on a long term basis you can visit their website and you can find the QR code in the foyer stop and talk to them and they have some candles and some stuff that they do, and merchandise. You can talk to them about upcoming trips, all kinds of stuff. Thank you, Elder. Thank you, Brother Terrence. And uh, this is this is uh, uh, what God wants right now. So if you're online today, I'm going to encourage you go to that go to our website mypineview.org and if you're in the building you're welcome to give an offering here today or you can give it to them on a monthly basis through their website they do a great job they uh we had dinner they came into town yesterday and they we had dinner and she had no idea because she does different things in different ways and she said pastor i didn't really expect you to receive an offering and i said i I didn't know if I was or not. I said, I really wanted just to introduce the church to you. But today, I'm um, in prayer this morning, feeling what I feel in this room. I just want us to begin a process. And I want you to tell you something. Everybody hold up three fingers, will you, right now? She called me. She said, Pastor, can you give me $3? <laughs> I said, what? She said, can you and your wife, can you give me $3? I need $3 to feed a child during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave her way more than $3 <laughs> because I understood what three meant. So today, no matter if it's $3 or $3,000, the, the amount is not what we're worried about. It's about your soul being connected to people, your heart being connected to people that want to see heaven just like you do. How many want to see heaven? Amen. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I want to take a bunch of people with me in Jesus' name. So as the worshipers and the praisers, they sing this course and they lead us. I want you to come from wherever. And I want you to pause. Don't just come and give, but pause. Say a prayer for the Plunkett family. Say a prayer for AMA and the city uh, there in, in Guadalajara in Mexico. Say a prayer for those in the missions that we are touching, reaching. Those that have nothing. We want to give them Jesus. We want to give them Jesus. Someone say in Jesus' name. Come on, lift your hands all over this house. Father, we ask that you receive this, that you stretch it, that you multiply it, that you make it greater than it is, Lord. I pray today that you continue to bless Brother Jim and Sister Erica and their children, Father. I pray that you bless AMA and their ministry, Lord. I pray you bless Pineview as we bless others, Father. I pray that you allow their presence, Lord, uh, to your presence, Lord, to go before them in all that they do and continue walking in these places that are so dangerous at times, Father. We thank you for your protecting angels. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that's gone before us. Lord, you are more than enough. And Lord, I I'm challenging somebody Lord here today to give sacrificially knowing that God said he will give back to you in Jesus name we pray come on let everybody shout amen come on give the lord a hand clap of praise
0: hallelujah hallelujah coming after me oh, no shadow you light up. come on all come on coming after me